Like in so many other southern states during the Jim Crow era, Florida's white-only beaches limited black Americans' access to coastal areas. It's why some black beaches in the state were incredibly popular. One beach was Manhattan Beach in Duval County, where current-day Catherine Abbey Hannah Park is located. Manhattan was a safe space for the community to collectively enjoy the beach without worry from white guests. Adjunct history professor at the University of North Florida, Brittany Cohill, says Manhattan's creation in the year 1900 was a milestone for black Americans across the South. As far as the historical record shows at this moment in time, it appears as though Manhattan Beach is the first black beach resort in the southeastern United States. Although its existence lasted nearly four decades, Cohill explains it had its issues when compared to the white coastal areas like Jacksonville Beach. There wasn't as much funding and there wasn't as much infrastructure there, too. So Manhattan Beach was more susceptible to major storms that would come through, beach erosion. And so sometimes these structures were endangered by nature and and some of them would wash out into the ocean and have to be rebuilt and things of that nature. Whereas in Jacksonville Beach, you know, there was greater infrastructure, more funding, more revenue. But for what it was, it provided a multi-purpose safe space for black Americans to enjoy. Although the beach was mainly used for recreational purposes, it was also used for medicinal purposes. Coordinator of Special Collections at the Thomas G. Carpenter Library, Jennifer Bibb, explains how known philanthropist Eartha M.M. White used the beach medicinally. She had a fresh air camp that she would take children who were ill, take them to stay out there for like a month or a few weeks. Manhattan Beach closed in the 1930s, around the time when another black beach in the Jacksonville area opened up to the public in 1935. American Beach was like, it was just people. One time it was the only black beach on the East Coast, on the Southeast Coast, and people came from everywhere here. It was just a big party every weekend. That's Ronald Miller, the founder and tour guide of Coast One Tours, who spent his childhood playing in American sand dunes. The beach area was originally purchased by one of Florida's first black millionaires, A.L. Lewis, who used the money from his group, the Afro-American Life Insurance Company. At its peak, the beach was over 216 acres, and its nightclubs, hotels, and restaurants hosted numerous black celebrities over the years. It was a nightclub called Evans Rendezvous, and that's where everybody gathered. The adults gathered at Evans. The kids, we had had our own little game room called El Patio, and... Basically, the only time we went in Evans was to get money to either buy ice cream or go to the game room. He says his favorite memories come from the car races on the beach. At low tide, they would they, guys came from all over the southeast and they had these little souped-up cars, and it was fun to me. And one of the guys who was a driver was my neighbor from right down the street, and uh, he'd start on Thursday night putting some pieces together, and then Saturday morning he'd have to about have it all together, and they'd go out and race. He he won almost all the time. He says while there, everyone cared for each other. It was a village. Everybody was everybody's parents. Everybody was everybody's child. It was just a great place to grow up. It was a great place to be. Nowadays, the beaches look a lot different and are a lot quieter. But at their peaks, Manhattan and American beaches provided the black community with a coastal safe space at a time where safety for black Americans was sparsely guaranteed. Christina Puglisi, WUFT News.